And thus begins another podcast. Oh, yay. As we walk through Hi, Seth MacFarlane's failure joke. Okay, uh, welcome to uh, whatever. You're going to call something else on here, so I won't even say anything. Welcome to this. This Orville review. You can say it. I, I just, I'm, the only thing I'm going to do differently is I'm going to put my intro on the front of whatever it is we record. So this is a weird show because I'm using it as a podcast. You're using it as a video show. Welcome to LIW, the Orville Review, episode 5 for 105 Priya. We're here. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Adam Wilcox, Captain Adam Wilcox. Damn right. <clears throat> I named my, I've changed my name to the, for the episodes we're doing today. So it's Priya Krill? That's an I. Okay, I thought it was an L. It must have fucked up. I don't know. I fucked up somewhere along the line. Anyway, let's talk about this episode. Shall we? Okay. And that's the end of the episode. I I, I texted you <laughs> earlier, and I go, I really enjoyed one of these episodes. Uh, this is not one of them, there's for a, me, at least. There's also Priya. Yeah. And which we had to talk about. First of all, uh, we already mentioned in the show how they're relying way too much on... Stuff we know nowadays. And this couldn't be more evident than the opening when they're all watching the Seinfeld Jr. mint scene. And then when they're doing the surgery and they flips out of the box and lands in the guy. On the bridge of the bridge of the fucking starship. Yes. You know, and not in the officer's lounge, not like you know, in their whatever they call ten forward on this ship. On the fucking bridge where you should be like monitoring activity and Know what I'm saying? Like, no, we're just gonna watch Seinfeld on a bridge because episode needs us to set up a joke, a painful joke that's gonna probably try to pay off something later. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> it sets it up in the worst possible way because they watch it and they go, "Ha ha!" And, and uh, Isaac is like, "I do not get it. It is a pain of others. That is that is sadism." And instead of being like, "It's fake. That's why it's funny." Or something, they're like, no, no. When someone gets kicked in the nuts, the balls, oh, it's so funny. The balls are funny. Ball jokes. And Isaac's like, I just don't get it. And so they set up that they're going to do, Scott uh, Scott Grimes is going to do, who's Malloy, is going to do a prank on him. And that prank ends up being... I fucking hate Scott Grimes in this episode. I hate him in this episode. I really do. Like, Like, this is the part where I was like, this is like my new least favorite character. He's great in the next episode, though. Yeah. But this one, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. I love Scott Grimes, only because I love American Dad yeah. so much. It, 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 try, try to think of it in terms of when I first watched this. I'm like, I don't know about this show. All I know is that I don't like this character. Yeah. Like, I, I liked him in the first pilot, and then he's like starting to, to annoy me they, a lot. He, he ends up having to do all the comedy, him and his uh, partner there, which I don't remember his name, Lamar. You, you're never going to remember the name Lamar, so it's pointless for me to even try to say it again. Lamar. Yeah. Some shows I'm really good with names. I'm, I'm here to remind you of these things. It's Lamar. I got, <laughs> I got, I got IMDb pulled up. But anyway, the the prank that he pulls on Isaac, that uh, Malloy pulls on Isaac, is is actually funny for me. I, this one actually worked because he turns around and he has like these like giant Mr. Potato Head things on his face. And he doesn't know. I'm glad that one worked for you because I was wondering it because I, I did genuinely chuckle when yeah. I walked out on the bridge and had that going on. And they had it just long enough before they said anything yeah. 
to where I had time to laugh. Yeah. Okay. It's, so. it's set up well, but the problem is I don't like the setup with the the practical joke stuff. But it when you see it, it's visually it's pretty funny because his head is perfect for it. He's got all the all the little gizmos from the Mr. Potato Head. Only they're like twice the size. And I was like, wait, those are, wait, they can just print whatever they want. So I guess it works. So that logic part and, uh, is sneaking in. Since you have IMDb pulled up, who wrote this one again? Seth MacFarlane. Okay, that figures. That that, yeah. that makes more sense. This 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 is very a very Seth MacFarlane episode. Yeah. I was looking at the production order earlier on my phone while I was waiting. And uh the only one that's out of order really is the the last episode we did, the if the if the stars should whatever. Mm-hmm. If the star should appear, I think it's called. That's the only one that's supposed to be later. Yeah. But yeah, this this that so that's the setup is that and and let me just say the payoff to that and then if you want you can get to the Prius stuff because that's where I lose interest. But (laughs) the payoff is he goes, it's funny because you didn't expect it and he mentioned Isaac mentions that he 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 didn't see out that thing. Lamar's like, why didn't you see that? And he's like, I I I," he has like a sensory thing where he. He doesn't actually have a vision or anything like that. He doesn't that. have traditional human eyes. He basically yeah. sees with sensors. So the eyes are just there as an aesthetic. And that line kind of serves something later that he can do things that you don't expect. And, and uh, he, he's a robot. It, not that you need reminding of that, but it does kind of pay off later with what he does at the end. But um, uh, Malloy's like, you got to do something unexpected. When I, you know, something, I, something funny when I least expect it. And then... Malloy wakes up in the morning, his alarm goes off, and he grabs it, and then he goes to step out of the bed, and he falls. His leg is gone. He hobbles over. When he yells at Isaac about his leg, he sounds exactly like Steve from American Dad. And I was like, ah! <laughs> sounds exactly like him. Steve from American Dad. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that's the pay- that's the... He yells at him for taking his leg in the night. Calls him a psychopath, and and that's yeah, really he, the he, he took there. his leg off in his sleep. He anesthetized him. Took his leg off. Ha ha! You didn't see that coming. Yeah. And he does. He still doesn't get the joke because he doesn't laugh. He's like, "So I have fulfilled my obligation to <laughs> play the practical joke on you." It's not funny. I did not laugh once, and I'm like, all of that effort to set that up, and it's not even funny. And and. No. and my thing is, is had this been a, a more cleverly written episode, I, obviously if you can tell, I, I'm not crazy about this episode. And it's yeah. kind of a bummer because I am a huge fan of Charlize Theron. Okay? She's absolutely wasted in this, this part. She still looks great, but that's not why I'm not going to give her a high points just because she looks good. Okay? She always Except looks in good. In case, every episode would get a 10 because Kelly's fucking hot too. You know? I, so. I, take, I take Charlie Theron, even in Monster, I take her then because I know what's under that. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, if I get shot. No, I, you know, it's funny thing about Monster. I don't want to get too far off topic, but you want to talk about the king of awkward first date movies? Yeah. Me and a date went to go see Monster, and that should have been my first sign to get the fuck out. Who, was it your choice or hers? It was hers. <laughs> it was yeah. not my choice. I didn't really know who Charlize Theron was at the time. Oh, I, really? I came to I came to admire her later uh, after other movies passed Monster, I, but I definitely took notice of her because I'm like, I didn't care for that movie, but hey, she was acting the hell off in that. She's great. Yeah. And I, I looked her up online. And I got home like that was her. Holy shit! Because I had seen like uh, the Italian Job long ago, but 
her character oh, yeah. wasn't really all that important in that movie, and it just didn't stick with me as to who no. that was. So I'm like, wow, you know. So I've seen her in other things since where she's fantastic. But uh, the first thing I saw her was Devil's Advocate, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's a good one. She's yeah. good in that. So uh, that 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 was uh, that's one. But uh, so yeah, but but if this been a more cleverly written episode, the whole thing with the practical joke would have been like the source of the plot of this episode. Like they would have played a practical joke to get out of the jam that they were in. You know, like like Isaac would have figured out what a joke actually is. He kind of does. Played it. They kind of do, but, but not really. They didn't call mention to it's that's that's kind of saying that's why they're doing that with Isaac there. Mm-hmm. But it didn't translate into the ending that we get, which we'll get to, but No. It it yeah, could have. It, it just wasn't written. There's that way. an ending, and it's lame as fuck. But uh, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But yeah, the leg that he stowed, he hid the leg. He's like, I've hidden the leg, and he's like, it'd be faster for me to just grow one. Now, immediately right there is where I have the fucking problem. Ed Mercer is the captain of the ship. Isaac, where's the fucking leg? Yeah, I want it right now. I want you to go get the fucking leg and take it to sick bay right fucking now. That's not funny. But see, though, then Adam. they can't have the funny thing where he's regrowing a little leg, which. That shit was already done in Deadpool. Yeah. That joke's not funny anymore. And? Just watching somebody with a little leg hanging out of his pants. Before Deadpool, funny. ironically enough, American Dad did it. He rubs, so, he rubs. so now you're you're literally borrowing from your own jokes. Yeah. He tries to jump. He, like, gets his legs cut off, and, and Roger the alien puts this uh, growing stuff on him, and then he tries to jump over a soda can. <laughs> Mr. Pibcan. And there, there's a scene that happens later in the show, and, and as this show does, it likes to break up tension by putting little jokes in between. And there's a, there, there's not really any tension in this episode to speak of, but there's a moment that's supposed to be semi-serious, and the leg just kind of falls through somebody's ceiling and lands on a table. And like, yes. oh, that, that, you know. And they go, uh, never mind about that. Awkward. Do you want to Awkward set up humor, dude. Priya's intro? Sure, yeah. Uh, so ba- basically they uh, answer a distress signal. You know, r- routine thing after we see the whole Seinfeld Junior Mint bullshit uh, thing on the bridge. Uh, they inter- intercept a distress signal. Ship in distress. It's it's Charlize Theron. And of course, you know, we got to make a joke. Uh, uh, Grimes is... Uh, he, he says, uh, oh, we, we got to save her because she's definitely hot. You know, I'm like... Thanks for reminding us that, Grimes. You know, I'm glad you're here to tell us these things, uh, Captain Obvious. But, you know, so they rescue her, and uh, they kind of... She hits it off with Ed Mercer a little bit, and there's a little bit of uh, jealousy between Kelly and... uh, Obviously, there's a little little bit of jealousy between uh, uh, Kelly and Priya, because he's hitting it off with her, and she does a little bit of investigating, probably motivated by jealousy, Finds out that she's not part of the mining guild that she claims that she's a part of. Yeah. So immediately we know that there's something nefarious about her. She has a good point, though, where uh, Kelly says, maybe there's a little jealousy, but I'm also, this is what we're supposed to do. Like, we need to invest. She's walking around the ship just at, you know, free will. Let's find out who she is. And and they're showing her everything. They may as well have just handed her a gun and said, hey, you want to try out one of these phaser uh, pistols here? You know, I mean, it's... It gets to be about that stupid. And, of course, this is this is where this the episode really starts falling apart for me. Yes, Charlize Theron is an attractive woman. But so is Kelly. Kelly's just as attractive as Charlize Theron. And I'm a huge Charlize Theron yeah. fan. So we have the blonde on the ship, the big fancy actress that's that's showed up on the show. 
I would expect this part to be played by somebody like Lucy Lawless, not necessarily Charlize Theron, because Lucy Lawless is in every TV show. She makes a cameo in almost every TV show there is, and that's great because I love Lucy Lawless, but that's more. this is like more her league, whereas Charlize Theron in a comedy don't, doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Okay, well, but I was watching that's this. Neither here nor there. I was watching this episode, and my girlfriend walks into the room, and she's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "The Orville." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Oh, we do a show about it." And then she sees uh, Charlize Theron show up, and she's like, "Why is she in this?" I'm like, "She's friends with Seth because they did that awful Million Ways to Die in the West movie together." Oh. And that's why I don't know why she's here either. Uh, it's just I don't even think she's miscast. I just think. <clears throat> I don't know what would interest her because there's nothing funny for her to do. There's nothing interesting for her to do. Why is she... And her character is not very interesting <clears throat> either because it's like we know there's something nefarious about her. Obviously, there should be. But what, 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 I was, what I was getting to is that immediately, every time she walks into a room, everybody's falling over her and drooling out of the fucking side of their mouth like a bunch of fucking baboons. Yeah. And it's like, this is supposed to be a military installation, right? Like, these are supposed to be officers. Like, I get it. This is like... Probably the, the the worst fucking ship in the Navy, you know, in the whatever we decided to call it, uh, this particular... Oh, I already forgot. It's gone. Federate, yeah, I've already forgotten. It's not important, okay? <laughs> union, the Union, or, or yeah, whatever they call it. Yeah, like the Federation. Because it is whatever a Union Whatever their version ship. of Federation is. But, but yeah, these guys are just slobbering all over themselves whenever she walks into a room. And it gets pretty annoying, like, really fast, okay? And come to find out, uh, she actually is a thief, and also a time traveler. And these are two things... Well, for one, the time travel thing really pisses me off, because I hate it when they introduce this shit, this time travel shit, into these sci-fi shows, especially this early on. Planetary time Union. Travel, time travel in science fiction causes so many fucking problems, and unless it's you're, you're called Doctor Who, you probably just ought not even fuck with it. But Star Trek does, and... Brandon Braga definitely does, but again, this is written by Seth MacFarlane, so it doesn't need to be there except that it is. And the point of it is, and this is the stupidest fucking plot I've ever heard of in my entire life, the point is they died in an accident. Like they, they went into like some kind of an asteroid field or something a, like that. A, a bad CGI it. bubble thing. Yeah, some kind of like like bubble anomaly of bullshit fucking science anomaly that comes out of nowhere. They're supposed to die in this, and Priya's gig is she goes back in time to accidents and causes the accident not to happen and then salvages the something from the accident, like the ship. In this case, she wants the ship, and then she's going to take it back to her time and sell it. Go through a wormhole, go to 2900-something-something, and sell it. I have a question about, fuck? question about the time travel. Please do, because we're going to be on this for a while. They, well, she, she says... You're supposed to all be dead. The whole ship's supposed to be blown up by this bubble thing. She saves them, and that's her plot. But they wouldn't have been there if she hadn't needed them to be there. She, they went and saved her, and then he says, we're going to reroute our course and go through here. So they wouldn't have been there and had to go through this thing unless she was there. None of it makes any sense. The time travel... Th no. She, she's got to be lying... Well, and, and I, 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 that's a good point, because I didn't think of that one, because I was hung up on the idea, like, well, if you if you can travel through time, 
why don't you just travel back to dry dock when there's like probably a skeleton crew on board and fucking steal it then like what difference does it fucking make so if you stole it then like the accident wouldn't happen and the ship wouldn't be famous i it just this this plot makes no fucking sense to me at all it's asinine to, to the point of it annoys me yeah Unless, no, because that doesn't make any sense either. No, there's no way it makes any sense. I don't, I don't understand. There's no way it makes any fucking sense. Because, yeah, she, she goes back in time, stops the accident from happening, and then she immediately takes the, the crew and the ship to her timeline and just lets the crew go. They can, they can live their life out in the 20, 29th, whatever the fuck, 29th, century. 29th century or whatever the fuck it is that she comes from. Like, well, that's kind of lame. You know, I'm like, yeah. this, this is your gig? She's like, well, you're I'm supposed to be dead. And that's that's it. That's as far as they go with this. And I'm like, this is really what we're doing here. And she but, she has some kind of a, a a MacGuffin that she plants in the fucking engineering room that she kept that under her mattress. Shit. What fucking oh she yeah. six? She's like a twelve year old boy in a spank mag. Like who? Why under your mattress, you bitch? <laughs> Christ. So dumb. <laughs> She's a time traveler from the future. She's got technology built into her wrist. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Just the whole concept. But it's of, one second. Because, uh, you know, I, I love the idea of uh, science fiction shows where you integrate technology with, with human, uh, but like actual organic matter. Just any kind of stuff like that. I'm like, oh, maybe, that's cool. Maybe you would like season three of uh, Westworld because that's what the fuck's going on. Yeah, augments. So she, so she's augmented basically. Yeah. She's augmented. She has, but the thing is, like you said, she has the technology to control the 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 MacGuffin in her arm, but the actual MacGuffin itself, you can't hide it anywhere. How about like a she couldn't even fucking, keep it in her pocket? Yeah. How about a fucking pocket, lady? It's stupid. It's a stupid plot. It, it's just things. It, it's it's the worst case of things happening because plot needs them to I've ever seen. And it, it's it starts right from the get go and just keeps on going through this. Throughout the entire episode, whatsoever, as much as much as I love Charlize Theron as an actress, she's wasted in this in this episode. She looks great; she's got a great uh, outfit and everything, but yeah. doesn't need to be there. This one's like a five for me. I can't give it anything higher because it just it it irritates me. This episode it doesn't do anything for any of the crew. Doesn't develop them as characters. Uh, the awkward humor is really a, a, an annoyance in this one. It's intrusive to any kind of plot that you think it has, but it doesn't have much plot to go with. And this is like the this is what the the fifth, the fourth, or fifth, this is the fifth episode that yep. we're on here. Um, this is something you should probably have gotten out of the way a little sooner. Those know, are like handprints on maybe her clothes. They, maybe they were struggling with the. Uh, but I love that hairstyle though. It's probably a wig. Because this is probably not too long after she did Fury Road, so she was probably bald when she filmed this. Probably put a wig on her. And by the way, Fury Road, her performance in Fury... I fucking loved her in Fury Road. This is a couple years after. This is a couple years after Fury Road. She probably had her hair back then, but uh, absolutely loved her in Fury Road. That was like one of my favorite fucking movies that came out of the the 20 teens and they keep it i put that on my yeah i put that on my channel that that was one of my oh one definitely of my favorite movies of the 20 teens I, I do on my website my favorite movie of the year that one won obviously but mm -hmm. um, oh yeah it's beautiful yeah, she, she beautiful keep, fucking they, movie. they keep teasing that they're going to do the furiosa movie it's never going to happen well they're they're going to do the furiosa movie with anna taylor joy and if they're not doing it with Charlize theron i'm just fucking not interested 
I'm sorry. I want more adventures with her. Yeah. Not with somebody else playing her part. For I've no reason. I've seen her in one fucking movie. Yeah, she's not in this. Have her be in another movie first. You could do know? that with Mad Max because we already got a trilogy. You can. And then you yeah. can replace him younger because it's decades later. But this is. And you is know, how, how often has Mad Max like reused the same characters but changed their names? Oh, Remember the fly the guy. guy with the, the guy with the jetty copter from yeah. fucking Road Warrior. And that he was in snakes. Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> and the bad guy, yeah, uh, uh, who just passed away recently. Uh, uh, Keenan. Keen, Keenan Burns or something like that. Yeah, uh, I can't. I, I've got. I'm. I'm fucking that name up. But you know who I'm talking about. He was yeah. the 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 toe cutter in the first one, and uh, he's also uh, uh, Imperator. Uh, got the thing. No, not Imperator. Um, Immortan Joe. He's Immortan Joe, and in, 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 uh, he's got the fucking mask yeah. on. He's awesome. But, so they just completely changed the name and different fucking character. But hey, he's in it again. But I I would love to see. You know, Charlize Theron come back in another fucking Mad Max movie before doing a spinoff, having some other actress player. But yeah, regardless, uh, yeah, this this episode kind of sucked. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I just I was mostly bored watching. Well, this. Uh, I agree with you. I think the whole uh, having Charlize Theron on the episode was kind of a waste of time. And also another thing that really annoyed me is like, really, dude, Seth MacFarlane and Charlize Theron, no. I, you know, I think Seth, that then I look at him. You might be smooth, you might be cool, you might be funny, but you're not that cool. You're not that fucking cool. I'm sorry. I, I guarantee <laughs> buying it. they either have or both want to, though. I, I do buy it because she, okay. if you hear like her. Like in ta- real life off screen kind of yeah. way? If you hear her Possibly. talk about him, she gushes over him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she, she's. And, that, and you know what? That kind of almost makes it more annoying then. It's yeah. like you're using, you're using this episode as an excuse to carry on with the fantasy, you know what I mean? Watch. It's like you're you're blending the fantasy and the reality a little too close to the sun here. Watch the interviews they did for A Million Ways to Die in the West. It is I just hate that movie she might as well have his dick in her mouth. It's it's. <laughs> but yeah, um, all we really need to know the biggest plot points I got away from this episode are she's from Massachusetts, just like he is, and her room doesn't smell like hamsters like they thought it would. That's how he distracts you from the time travel bullshit, by stupid little jokes like this. And then he's like, oh, he talks about for a really long scene where he talks about his wife and how he, he was working too much. And he's like, I'm just not ready and we need to wait. And then immediately cuts to them Which in bed. Which we didn't need anyway because we as the audience have already, we've already been down that road. We it's know all, that story. We, it's we've all, heard it too many times already. Yeah. It's all to do with the cartoon, which is what Seth's used to, the cartoon flip reveal of... We need the way. Oh, I'm not ready. I need the way. Or that they're in bed together. That's it. That's what the whole joke was leading up to. It ends. Let's get to the end and get over. So we go talk about Krill. Um, <laughs> they reveal. She reveals what she's doing because she can control the thing that they have in the in the warp drive or the drive. She can basically control the the, the ship from her wrist. And then there's a big chick fight with, uh, uh, what's her name? Kelly and Priya. And then Kelly beats And I was expecting more from that, too. That was like one yeah. of the, the, the worst fake fights I've ever seen. Uh, like really sloppy, bad fake fighting. Like, like not well, just lame as shit. It's like just you know, her. The, the, <laughs> the, this is the same girl that, that, that fucking did, uh, what was that, that spy shit that she did with, uh, she was in with Sophia Batella. Um, Ion Flux. Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron can do action flicks. No, not Ion Flux. Uh, the, the one that came out, uh, I want to say, a couple of years ago. Um, 
whole time. I don't watch those kind of movies, so. But it's not. I I, I did. It's it's kind of like her version of John Wick. Um, oh, okay. You you look that up. I'll I'll talk about the chick fight because <laughs> well, it, it's stupid. Kelly attacks her, and then everyone else just stands there and watches instead of helping. They're just like, yeah. uh huh. They're fighting. Nobody tries to break it up or get involved. It's like, no, we're just we're gonna have a chick fight. You know? And that's it, it. Led me down that. Because Star Trek, you don't see that. I mean, in the original Star Trek, you did, but only, like, last resort fight. This was like, fuck it, let's punch her. I'm like, I wanted something smarter than that. Because how they, why they punch her is because Isaac, who died by touching something earlier, moved his consciousness into the ship. And this is supposed to be his practical joke that they didn't pay off, that he was in control of the ship the whole time. And he he tells them by a little thing on the, on the chapter, captain's chair that says, Junior Mint Captain or something like that. And he's like, yeah, it's like a text. It's a, it's their version of a text message to the chair. Oh, like, uh, the the name I was thinking of was Atomic Blonde. Oh right? yeah, which it, it is good. All right, it, it's nonsense plot, great fucking action. You just you just watch it for the action scenes. It's it's her version of John Wick, and I think it's kind of supposed to be sort of in the same universe too. Hmm. So I've never seen it. Um, so she knows how to do action shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? She can do it one take. What the fuck was this? Well, this like, is a did TV they just show. Say, well, you know, people like Charlize Theron, so we have to have an action scene because that's what this feels like. It was an action scene where you give someone twenty minutes to prepare for it because it's a TV show, and there's no stunt coordinators. From what it looked like, there was no stunt coordinators. I bet there is, and, but and you know what else damn. this reminds me of? Phoenix. It reminds me of. Uh, remember when we had those old TV shows that came on in the seventies, and we had actor, you know, guest actor of the week. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. This this one is, ladies and gentlemen, Charlize Theron. Yep. And the whole episode just kind of like gushes over her in the meantime. It's it's just, a it's an episode of uh, Murder She Wrote, where when you see the guest star show up, you're like, it's that guy. So when she shows up, you're like, she's gonna be back because I know she's not in the series. <laughs> Damn. William Shatner is more convincing in Columbo than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you know he's the bad guy, but hey, that's what Columbo does, you know? So Columbo's a very just... underrated show. Peter Falk oh, is awesome. God, I fucking love it. I can, those are very rewatchable, too. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen them for a while, you can you, you like don't remember how it... Well, I don't remember how I got this one. So you gotta sit and watch yeah. the whole fucking thing. Yeah, it's, it's basically a good version of Murder, She Wrote. Because Peter Falk is awesome, and he's... Yeah. Got this thing going. You got the Forrest Whitaker. Yep, he's fan. He's fantastic he's at it. Though. He's a charming yeah, he, man. He, yeah, he that 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 show carried his career. Just yeah. carried it. Yeah, because he owned it. Yeah. Um, the they fight and they take it over and they get get back there and, and then Mercer has this really long speech about like, um, well, what I know we're supposed to be dead, but what let's say you can't get back to your time and then then they. He reveals to her while he's in his office and she's standing in front of his desk that they're going to blow up the wormhole. And then he, she's like, you can't do that. And, blah, 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 blah. and then he does it and she just vanishes. And I was like, if that's, I hate time travel. Now, oh, because it, that would record, reset everything. If she what she shouldn't disappear. This is the same thing I have with Looper. Then they shouldn't even remember her. They yeah, shouldn't they remember should her. They should be somewhere else. Her. They should be dead. According this to her, is, uh, this is time travel oh. in the laziest fucking fashion I've ever seen in my entire life. Because it's literally any time travel trope that they can get away with to fit the, this bullshit plot that they've con- that they've constructed. If Seth is going off the theory that blowing up the wormhole cha- gets rid of everything that happened, which is why she vanishes, then 
the everything else should have been changed too because she would never have been there. That's according to you. But no, you're saying she leaves, but they're fine. And it's like, why that? Why are they choosing to be that? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I, it drives me crazy when people write time travel badly. It drives me insane. You should do time travel only as a subtle... Like, Donnie Darko has a nice time travel element to it. Yes, it, it does. It doesn't? Yeah. Because it, it, it's not the it, central it, uh, focus of the plot. And that's... that's Yeah, that's just it. it. You don't even know it's a fucking... Spoiler alert. You don't even know it's a yeah. time travel movie till like, way into the fucking movie. And the way that they set it up... They don't just like cheaply fucking deus ex machina at the end either. They they set it up to where this whole time it's been about this thing. Yes. It's, and it fits. It's, it's it fits like the, perfectly. You find out it's time travel in like the second to last scene. I mean, they, they tease it earlier with the Back to the Future talk with Noah Wiley, yeah. but that's about it. Except the director's cut has little cards that come up and talk about it, but which I get why people don't like that version. But anyway, that's the end of the episode. They blow up the wormhole, she vanishes, and they sit there like... I got to come in her. I don't. I don't know what the point of this was. I don't understand it. I I wanted to give this high marks, man. But yeah, by by your grading scale, it'd be a five out of ten. Uh, by Raiders Lost Flicks grading scale, it'd be a two out of five cheese curds. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it ain't good. It ain't memorable. I didn't enjoy watching it a second time. Uh, the first time because I was like all excited that Charlize Theron was there, but then I was just like, oh well, that's just. You know, and I think when I was watching these two, I was like marathoning them too. So oh, yeah. you quickly go into the next episode, and that quickly washes the stink of this episode off. You know what I mean? So, and I'd be uh, we would definitely be failing if we didn't mention that. Um, right? I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Red Letter Media talked about this in their Star Trek episode, where this rips off the, the Next Generation episode with Max Hedrum, where he comes from the past and sells future tech. So it's, yeah. it's the opposite way of time travel, and it's the same fucking thing. It's the yeah. same episode. Yeah, they, and they did the same thing. They did a similar thing on, uh, uh, which is probably the one that they were talking about. They did it on Voyager, where they had they had an episode. They had two part episode with Sarah Silverman on there, and it was a guy that is probably we're probably talking about the same one. It's it's uh, I think it's Ed Begley Jr. or something. And he's selling fucking uh, he's he's selling tech from the future, and he's like built his whole business around it. No, this Maybe is it's a different version. This is yeah. Next Generation, the one with Matt Frewer, okay. Max Hedrum. Yeah, there's there's one in in uh, in Voyager too, where they do the same thing. Some guy, it's like some Bill Gates kind of wannabe type spinoff guy, and he's built his entire tech empire around technology that he's stolen from the future. I'm talking about this episode, yeah. Okay, yeah, this is definitely a different episode. Yeah, because I, I, you said the Max Hendrome guy, and I, I remembered him because I used to watch Max Hendrome. Who yeah. the fuck didn't in the eighties? That's true. Um, yeah, yep. So can't watch it now though. Yeah, I don't know if I enjoyed it at all, but it's a that's a product of its time. I I'm gonna give this a six. I didn't hate it. I liked parts of it, but. The most memorable scene for me is the Mr. Potato Head shit. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. really it. Is that that one little gag, and it probably went on longer than it needed to, honestly, but yeah. it was funny seeing him walk out in a Mr. Potato Head outfit. That, but that's it, man. And it's they do really, a callback to the leg to in the next episode. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, but yeah, I didn't hate it. I wouldn't say it's terrible. It does, not, it's so flatlined that. I think they should almost remove it from the series, and it, it's this, very this meh. Yeah, if, if you were to walk it, if you were to walk into the show and this was the first one you ever saw, you'd probably never come back. Yeah, unless you just you're not really into shows like this, then you'd be like, eh, you whatever. don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so on your scale, I guess I'll give it a two. 
Yeah. Because uh, yep. I'm not giving it a three out of five. I'm not going that far. So, um, yeah, it's a show. It existed. Let's be done with it, right? <laughs> that was Priya. Um, LAWstudios.com for me. RaidersLostFlakes.com for me. So, let's wrap up. Uh, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Captain Adam Wilcox. So long, citizens. Oh, sorry. I cut off your sign-off. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Captain. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, that was another joke that, that kind of worked for me. Is she, is, remember that they're, they're saying, uh, oh, all right, the open hailing frequencies. And he starts talking, she goes, like, I didn't open them yet. Yeah. Oh, shit, sorry. Is, is it open now? Can I say it now? Can I say the thing now? All right, well, this is the captain. Blah, blah, blah. If, if that had ever been done in Star Trek, that would be funny, you know? So Yeah. Was that this episode or the next one? That was this episode. Okay. I thought it was when he was talking to the, the captain in the next episode. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe I'm blurring them together. Yesterday was an awfully long day. Yeah. I don't anyway, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>